it's really whatever you want to talk about today. I'm I was down with whatever. I was just basically like, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Brad Chester, and this is the Coach's Corner. I I think people we can talk about this a bit because I like I, I feel people aren't adjusting, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call people out um, as far as that. Let's talk Drukari. Let, well, let's not talk Drukari. Actually, let's talk about let's talk everything else. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about whatever, whatever uh, ruins. I'm gonna Drukari's. I'm gonna be unpopular opinion. I'm gonna tell people that they're crazy. I'm actually playing Drukari, of course, because I'm the biggest band man in a ball. But yes, and that that's another thing of like how when it comes to Drukari, because you can like I think it's stupid to like wait for the fact kind of attitude. Like you know, like because uh, oh, you, do you, you, have do to you think Drukari now. are like overpowered do you think it's just like the the hype or are they like on an eighth edition iron warriors uh, iron hands no. type of thing they are they are a really really good army that has weakness they are an op army that has weaknesses the problem is is that they play really really well into the marine meta that no one has changed their army so if you're winning at an 80 plus percent chant win rate against 40% of the field because that's how many people's field Marines. Well, of course it's going to feel super OP. And if you didn't do anything to change your army around, well, you're going to feel shitty because you're getting smashed by that. You have no, you, you have to go into a couple different ways to beat them. You have to go either. I'm going to take, I have to use more long range firepower, kill those Raiders first. I have to be able to trade into them. I have to be, I have to be a little more durable. You have, you have to choose basically one and or two of those, those options of what you're going to try to do with your army. Everybody didn't change their army because the, the game was very short range. I did that myself, you know, like some salamanders and other things. My original list were everything was 24 inch guns and, and very en engaged just in the middle. Well, yeah, 24 inch is a problem range. Like if you, if you're within 24, you're already in trouble. You, you need something different, right? You need to put them down. You need to have some indirect. There, there's so many answers, but like everybody just wanted to complain and the army is really, really good. But like for they have natural enemies, uh, oh, Admech. Admech did fantastic against Drakari. Uh, why? Because they have flyers, indirect, the ability to kill them from downtown. All of a sudden, they're just getting murdered at, at half board before they got anywhere near you, um, and you can take them out. I mean, it, it's not like they're an auto win, but it's a very strong matchup. You just saw Mark uh, Hurdle, uh, you know, go seven and one, and he beat multiple Drakari, and he didn't just beat Drakari players. He beat, yeah, he beat great Nick. He made, yeah, he beat Nick. He played Sean. He played, you know, he was playing like murderer's row of just yeah. guys that are really good at the game, no matter what army they're playing, uh, and went through them. Yeah, and I, and I thought we talked about this, but that's what I said is the only reason because I think he, uh, Mark Hurdle won against Nick and then lost against John later. Yeah. And I, I believe 100% that if the order was re reversed, uh, you would have beat John and then lost to Nick later. And the only reason is that John and Nick are like, you know, they're the, the team. And then one said, yeah. he, he does this, 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 and that. And then well, yeah, exactly. Like they literally and sat and, and, and figured out the exact strategy to beat yeah. the list. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's the reason, because it was, both of those were closed games. But the, the fact that you, when you know exactly, you know, exactly how I was going to play down. Yeah. But yeah, Mark, yeah. Uh, Mark really put on a clinic of like beating Drukari. But and then that that's kind of a one thing that I wanted to because obviously you say you know you need to adjust and I feel like it's a little bit of the same thing that happened with Imperial Knights uh, way back you know like are you able to take down four Imperial Knights was kind of a big deal 
at some point in eighth edition? Or are you able to at the beginning of ninth? Let's let's use a current example. Are you able to kill twenty warriors in one action? Was a big deal. Can you kill twenty Necron warrior with one single unit? And that's when the Inceptor with plasma became like the the things because they the do that, and you need your army needs to do that. Now this is less and less relevant, but you you need to adapt. But my my question is, how far are you willing to? Like, how on board it's do you... It's funny because we, we argue about this a lot because I don't like to skew my army into any one thing because as I... I say, like, a lot, yes, I want to win the overall, but I have to win all my games to get to those final... For instance, I'm at LVO. You have to win your first six games to get to those final three, and if you teched your army so hard against what you thought was going to be in the end, well... You're not going to win all six of those games. You're going to do oh, you're going to do all right. But. You're going to get one problem matchup at some point. That's not going to be the, like the odds of you facing nine Drukari, even when they're this this powerful, is really slim. Right. And the, but the thing is, is that as the meta changes, as we get because our next three books are Admech, Sisters, Orcs, and Sisters and Orcs for sure. Having more volume in your army is just better, and it probably it arguably is better into. Uh, Admech anyways, because they have a lot of different things they can bring. They're flyers, they're things like that. A flyer is almost the exact same uh, spec as the the Raider, for instance. Uh, one more toughness, but you're looking at 10 wound vehicles uh, with a halfway decent save. One's got a four, one's got a three. Uh, but basically putting things in that kill them are, are still going to translate into doing better. And having more guns is always better against orcs and <laughs> just rolling more dice. If you bring your old, your, your old army where you brought you know, six or nine attack bikes that, you know, want to shoot multi-melters or a couple of last cannons. And all of a sudden you're like, and the orc player goes, oh, that's cute. And yeah, just all, jumps. All six, six orcs are very, very dead. Well, <laughs> what about the 24 other? <laughs> and that's the thing is, is that I think that we got a little stale. We all got a little lazy because the meta stayed the same for a little bit. We had Dark Angels, Death Guard. And let's be honest. Yes, they're two different armies. They're, but no, they're the, all the same. And the, I yeah. brought this point. The 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 theme of what was going on with ninth edition was strong durable armies and that's what i was scared of when drukari came out i was i was thinking it we're, we were going to go back to this uh nine talos type of list and it's going to be you know the the talos show all over again of like this durable army that does not you know not not much else in theme and i'm i'm glad i'm i'm glad that they're not that but at the same time you know it, it needs to be addressed that, like, you need to kill the, the evil Eldar, you know, at, at some point. The, the, the thing is, is that right now the Dark Eldar, and everybody will basically point to the fact that I'm playing them, uh, they are very, very good. But I was planning on playing them no matter what, because I yeah, wanted to play and my Also, own. you're playing good armies regard, you yeah. know, like, regardless. It, uh, you, you've played Iron Hands, you've played Raven Guards when they were the... Yeah. Like, you I, don't play I, bad armies. I only play the good armies. I am bandwagon for for life. For life. <laughs> yeah, and and then there's no, there's no, I don't, and that's that's another like subject. I don't think like you need to jump into the bandwagon. In fact, I think going like you know four two at a tournament is the like if you want to go four two at an event, jump on the bandwagon. It will get you four two every single time. That is what I've been doing. I am perfectly happy being a four two person. But like whenever I want to do well at tournament, bandwagon it four two. If you if you are serious about winning or or you know you want to take it to the next level, don't bandwagon the thing. It's not gonna. Well, you have to. My thing is is that don't chase the meta. 
but be aware of the meta. Like if you go, hey, what's winning right now? Does my list have plays? You don't have to win again. You don't have to be like, I'm super great into it. I have a 70% matchup. No, but you have to go, do I have plays? You never want to feel like, oh, I, I, I can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like that was back when you, the Knights thing. You don't want to basically go into the into the game and go, what can I do against, you know, old Exactly. I, I cannot Knights. kill, you know, two, four Imperial Knights. Well, okay, just I'm, I'm just going to lose. Right. So, right. so what are the... Um, What, what what are some of the the you mentioned the ignore line of sight and then volume of of sh of shots and and you also talked about sisters and talk about a fall from grace like sisters went from like super here to not not unplayable but the, no. the well they're bottom. still really they're really good into everything else but the problem here's the double problem for sisters sisters are worse dark eldar <laughs> kind of yes because they're the they, same model practically but not right And they're, they're getting their codex, and we'll see what happens in then. But, and the problem is that the sisters don't play super well into Dark Eldar. And then everybody teching to Dark Eldar actually techs Yeah, into accidentally also. also kills Exactly. Sister. Everything that you do to stop Dark Eldar is perfect to kill sisters. <laughs> so, so they're just getting double and triple hit. And the funny thing that you now say about that is because we have that cyclical meta coming, now that we have more volume coming in, And I think the things that are really good are Dreadnoughts, Redemptor Dreadnoughts, uh, Contemptor, the Volkai Contemptor Dreadnoughts. For a price point of a buck fifty and a buck eighty, you get something that shoots double digits, 16 shots with the Volkites. Uh, I mean, what the the Redemptor shoots uh, all of the shots. It's got the 12 and the six and the yeah. The Redemptor, you you uh, do you play the plasma or the Gatling? I flip. A do you coin think the Gatling that. is making a comeback? Is, is my I, my question. I do. I, 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 I default to the plasma just because, you know, three damage, kills three damage, Gravis guys and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's it's never wrong. When you say, when you if you said, I chose this as my gun, I would say, you're right. Because either yeah. way, right, sometimes. You know what I mean? So, and the thing is, is that the Duty Eternal, that minus one damage is such a huge deal, especially against the Dark Eldar, because they're relying on poison, doesn't work on vehicles. Uh, they've obviously got a CP strat, you know, for a weapon, you know, some things to do poison. But, like, typically there, it's one it's one unit and yeah, stuff. Yeah, one unit out of their, like, 17 or whatever. Right. whatever and, you know. So they're only one unit on sixes. And then you've got the fact that they rely on those two damage weapons a lot of times going through the Incubi, the uh, Hellions, things of that nature that are all doing basically flat two. Uh, they can spike up a little bit on sixes. But, like, most of the time they're just they're bouncing into you with one. And the thing is is that – You get through that, those guys all have a good amount of attacks, especially the Redemptor doing 3 plus D3 on his damage afterwards. Uh, he single shot, you know, he can literally single shot all of the, the uh, Drakari gears. Yeah. And all, all the, the vehicles as well. I, I, yeah. They're, they're very he, low, low wound. Uh, yeah, you can just tank. two shot them and if he can grab them. So, like, he can play aggressive, move up, you know, put down some Raiders, charge into some stuff. And the thing is, is that they have the you have to have the, the volume of attacks though. you have people just have to start. It's not you have to have some multi meltas and things like that. But I've always been like away uh, away from stuff like the last cannons as much because I don't like spiky damage. That's why I don't like the uh, for instance, I've never been a big fan of Necron shooting uh, because of the fact that it's D6 and D6. It's, it's yeah. just just go. This was amazing one time and it was terrible another time. I like to get that real consistent uh yeah. loadout all the time and anybody anything. who's played like the shock attack gun for the orcs is is that that yeah. feeling 
the, the shock attack gun is like the the feel good or feel feel terrible or feel terribly great and there's no in between it's right. it you, you know exactly this this feeling if if you played any of those things you know uh like spot on like yes. how hero, hero or zero all I mean. the time and the thing is is that I think that it's going to make I, – I really think – I wish we could, like, fast-forward a little bit the meta. I wish we would have got the books out. I mean, obviously, let's knock on everything. The COVID's going to move its way out. But, like, we were supposed to have six more books out right now. Remember their their, their original – Oh, they yeah, the, the original, like, timeline or, or planning w- yeah. would be a lot more books, especially those books that, that are not released with models that, that you feel like should be coming out rather quickly you know Admech is when you mentioned Admech. there's one new model is the character that was in the box set and then yeah. nothing new that was just there that because they've already thought that that was going to be out in january basically yes <clears throat> and then we've also got things i can't wait for orcs to be in it i'm not even a huge orc guy i will play some orcs because i like my wife my wogs but yeah the, i like the new models uh, 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 i want to play lot. a feral list so bad i love those new feral models i'm looking forward to that that army it looks so freaking cool but i what, I, what i'm really looking forward to though is i think that we need a horde army in the meta right now because it makes it so then you have a glass cannon army like dark, dark eldar you have a super shooting army um of uh, the Admech, you have sisters which are kind of in the Dark Eldar kind of fix, which I like a lot still. And then you put that Horde army in, and then you've got all the elite marine type armies. And then we have like a a real meta, a full yeah, meta. The, the yeah. Full, yeah, the full spectrum of of workable things. Because you're you're correct in the fact that like Horde's army are really a few like few and far. Between, yeah, it's just there's nothing there's nothing really out there and the, and the, the weird thing is is like a couple of those armies have won in ninth edition just because absolutely no one texts into them right now yeah yeah i mean nobody can deal with the the, the one that comes to my mind is the termagons uh yeah army. the 200 termagons i've seen yeah. that around yeah and i mean yeah because no, nobody has like 200 it's the same thing as uh what was it called the, the pox walker thing because i've seen this one on the uh not the world championship, but in the, the team events, this like yep. 120 pox walkers with like minimal, uh, you, like five plague, five plagues. And yeah, like... I've seen a couple of those because you see like those are skew lists right now because a lot of people. I, the funny thing is, is right now is I really like I hate and love TTS because you because you, you have access to every model. Yeah, such so a game of extremes, right? Yeah. And but you see the things that could be coming in the meta. You know what I mean? Like I feel that Admech came out of the woodwork because so many people were playing Admech armies on TTS because you're not just gonna pick up Admech because it Nobody costs owns thirty Thoroxy, but yeah. you know, sudden I, if it's free, I'll definitely give them a try because exactly. I, I know that it would be good, but like nobody's buying thirty Thoroxy right. thingy. You know, all those, you're not gonna test out an army and go, hey, let me pay a two thousand to three thousand dollars and see if this is any good. Nope. Well, I'm, I guess that's a bummer and put them aside. Well, yeah, and the the other one, the thirteen Armiger or something. This is like I love Imperial Knights. Nobody owns thirteen Armiger just for fun, or but this list is some serious problem. And this, I, I, I like, I like the fact that it, it does this, but it's also not like a, it's not a, a super good, uh, like not, not practice ground, but it's not, it's not like a direct translation of the game. Whereas uh, if you think about things like, uh, like magic, where, where it's much closer, because magic had big problems with, uh, like their, their online thing where like all of the, 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 the meta would be solved like instantly because there are so many, so many more games being played that like all the top decks would like 
like be found almost immediately. TTS, however, like people win TTS championships or events, don't win real, real like real Warhammer, right. if, so so to speak. And so, and I I find that this is very like interesting in terms of like theory hammer versus real Warhammer. It's it's such a big difference though in the interactions with terrain. That's the biggest thing that TTS has problems with. When I went back to, and I was able to but start. Do you playing do you play on TTS or do you just? Uh... I play both. Okay. I play. I literally. I, I prefer always playing in person. Uh, just something about having the model also is just. No. Yeah. I play uh, with toy soldiers. I want to. Yeah, play I my want toys. my toys. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, exactly. But the the TTS is great for deployments. I really, really like it for putting the figuring out the, your theory for one. Also, what's the army footprint? That's a huge deal. That's actually one of the biggest things that uh, yes. it was the problem in Dark Eldar was you go this list looks unbeatable and awesome, and then you realize that a Dark Eldar raider is this long. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, where do I put that on the board? Same thing with a lot of those where you go, okay, it helps a lot with that. So you can put it on the board. You can visualize stuff. You can help people. I actually love it in coaching, to tell you the truth. I, I love TTS for oh, coaching. Yes. I can, yeah, because you I can do can, all this theory without needing, you know. Right. And I can go over deployments and stuff like that. It just – the problem is is that when you get into – like when I went to, you know, the next tournaments and I was like, oh, it's like I got better at 40K. Now I didn't get better at 40K. I just was able to interact with the the terrain in a much more tactical way than I can in TTS. I can maneuver. I'm on upstairs. I'm downstairs. I'm hiding. I'm doing very small, intricate movements that are, you know could be multi-level and stuff like that. And it's just easier to do in a real game of 40k. And, and do you think do you think that this is because uh, the 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 terrain is not like standardized as in TTS? Because do you think that this translates into world uh, world format? I guess because all of the terrain is basically the TTS terrain. Do you, yeah, do you think the, the same experience translates uh, or do you think, think it's different? I'm going to give you my semi-unpopular opinion for terrain moving forward. I think that you need to have, for me, and this is like literally full on just Brad opinion, I like standardized terrain, but I think that if you want to do tournaments and have more fun, you have uh, like three table layouts with different styles you have so that everybody's not playing on exactly the same L, L, L. But you have like a Nurgle table row. You know, maybe it's all chaos theme, but it's the same thing. And then you have another, but and then you have three layouts that are slightly different. Never anything that's unbelievably like, because nothing is suckier in 40k than you and I lining up and you going, Oh, I have an all shooty army, and you're standing in front of a tree. And, and I just go field. <laughs> Yeah. And I go, Oh, cool. I guess I can get shot this turn. You need to have places to hide, places to use your tactics and and have fun and play the game at every table. Now, that being said, that there should be a difference and a slight difference, but I think that rows should be, you should know that you're going to play maybe one, two, or three for me. I Because I think that you can't just have the luck of the draw in you and I go to a tournament and I get all the luck because I got all the heavy boards. We play with the exact same armies and you went, well, I played on only super light boards. And you go, that's not the same the same tournament experience. Oh, for sure. <coughs> for sure. Yes, and if, I, I and if you agree. have that, I really think that it's it's not super easy, but it's fairly easy to just see where people are paired and what rows and what table type of tables they're at. Um, and you should do that. And in the team environment, it's super awesome because you get to choose where you're going to go. That's why. Yeah, and I'm there's huge. there's strategy involved in actually picking tables or picking 100%. matchups for you know getting getting rid of tables or getting actual tables for 
four matchups. And but do you like, or would you like something more like Nova, where where every table is exactly this? Because this, you know, I, world has like these insane setup and they're all unified like it's always the same three but you build an army specifically for that terrain then that's my only issue is that i i prefer having to always answer these versatile answers that's why i like more armies to be out there because my army has to adapt to what i see i love just building and constantly tweaking and figuring things out i think that's part of the hobby and part of being exciting so when i do that that i think it's just just fun so i like the same thing and i I see it sometimes because a lot of competitive people want the everything to be the same. And well, I, th I, think I think this is just towards leaning towards the esport type of of discussion. Because I, I think if if warmers to devolve into one, and I I know it's not esports because it's not like electronics, but you, you get the yeah, into this this real competitive game. The standardized thing, it, it, you know, it's it's pushing towards that narrative. And I think that's a reason to push for it is not really the enjoyment part, but really for the competitive part, which was, I think, uh, the Nova idea at the beginning was like, this is standardized, so everybody has a, the exact same, same you know. Same chance to win. I, I get it, but the thing is, is that... But it was it but, was gameable, you are correct. Well, like, well the thing is, is, it's gameable on that. But And the thing is, I we had, for instance, I just went to uh, the Motor City, Motor City Madden, yes. Mayhem. And they had terrain was amazing. I saw pictures of that terrain. terrain was like, who we so good. But every table, they had a couple tables that they were working on. You know what I mean? This and that. But 99% of the tables had good terrain that you can work in. And, but it was slightly different. But everyone, and they adjusted them per the terrain layout, the table layout for the per mission. The, the mission, basically. Yeah. So, so, so you yeah, always yeah. had places, and they weren't overbearing. And a lot of the tape, it just felt good. And the the terrain looked really, really good. And it was different styles per like rows and tables and stuff. And I don't know, I'm not even a model guy, but I just appreciate that. It feels more fun to play on a good, oh, well-painted, fun table than it does to not. You know what I mean? I'd rather it's play. It's the same as pl playing painted models versus playing, uh, yeah, playing yeah. painted models always beat pl playing plastic. Even if you're not good at painting, it, it's just a. Uh... Yeah, it's just it, it, it's they, they did they, those guys did just such a good job on that. Uh, we're doing a good job in the area on that. But I, I would I what I want to spring to is that you can have competitive tables that are different and more fun. And I don't know if you have to do all the time the exact same thing, but you have to have a certain base amount of blocking and interactive terrain, or your game's not going to feel good, or you're going to have people that are just going to be I don't really like this setup. But yeah, I do. Either, like, I don't like this setup, or I, I am gaming this setup, which is another problem by itself. It's just one more thing that that you can take advantage of is this, you know. The, well, right. Setup. A couple of the the uh, the big uh, Nova, for instance. We've had a couple of the tournaments that give you ex the same uh, terrain layout every time. I make an army designed for that exact thing. So, I mean, that's is that a problem in and of itself? Maybe. I mean, do you want to have that in your in your uh, your hobby, I don't know. You know what I mean? I prefer actually going to something like I just went to that had an adequate amount of terrain that was different every type of table I went to. And I had a really good time and I, I really enjoyed myself there. And that's the thing is, is like, TOs, please, please, please. The terrain is probably the most important thing you can have in your entire tournament. Everything else yeah. you can work out. Literally. Oh, yeah, no yeah, yeah. 
it's in a shitty warehouse with like a pipes bursting and rats somewhere <laughs> but the terrain was great feel good experience like instantly it, you know yeah it's just so it's so much yeah. better on that Red just it, came a tournament and beat everybody but the terrain was great oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just it just makes a huge difference on that and it makes a big difference because you feel like that you could win or lose your game based on your moves and dice rolls and stuff, as opposed to just going, oh, I couldn't hide, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. This, this table, yeah, made made me lose the game, uh, yeah, instantly. Uh, yes. Right. It just feels bad on that, and that we had a lot of that in eighth edition, and I don't want that to continue to ninth. And it, it, the thing is, is that it does require time, money, and effort because yes. building and painting a lot of terrain, especially when you get to these bigger tournaments. I understand it, guys. It's it's a hassle, you know what I mean? You go, hey, uh, I have to upgrade my terrain. Well, that means you probably have to add, you know, depending on how big your tournament is, 30 to, you know, yeah, 200 no, exactly, exactly. extra pieces. Re rebuilding and making, you know, 30 tables worth of terrain is, like, quite the endeavor. I'm, I'm building eight as we speak, and I, I know how much how many, like, ruins is, is needed. It's it's a lot, and, like, making everything looks, look good. And, you know, it, it, it is a project, but it is worth, like, it, it's it's what makes it. Yeah, I think you you are spot on with the with, with the fact that this makes great tournaments. Uh, for sure. Yeah, it, it, I just I think it's such a big deal. And the thing is, I don't know how you guys are in your area, but we're actually fairly like the Death of Glory guys. It's like our our Great Lakes, like our area, of the Midwest. We're actually pretty good with each other on like tournament organizers uh, by basically lending out and renting terrain to other tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, so. And I just think that this is really – I wish more people would do that. Obviously, it's a trust issue. You don't want people breaking oh, yeah. your terrain. But just – man, just that that makes such a big deal. What do you think – what is your like opinion on that though? You didn't say yours. Well, would you rather have well, the, the, let's be the honest, all the time I, terrain? People don't or, come – Come, don't come on my channel to watch me talk about like I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> self-aware about – if you know exactly I – like, I like knowing what I'm getting into. And we can we can talk about, about this because I – to use like a couple of – easy example like world team championship is, is you know exactly what you're getting into and that you have three layouts layouts change per mission and then there's the heavy one which is insane there and the light one is what a lot of people call too heavy um but you know exactly this is what you get and then the terrain is fixed and nova is the same thing you know you get two big l's this large ass force large ass ill and there you know there's eight pieces but they're like massive sized Whereas you go into an event like um, like the boys, and I've I haven't gone to the boys in in years, um, and I will probably not, never go again. And, but that's tale for another uh, <laughs> for, for another thing. But the boys as like the wildest uh, tables. Like I remember one one game that I lost. I looked at the table. I was like, oh, this is not gonna go. It was eight imperial bastions and nothing else. That was the table. That was eight imperial bastions. Like the. the no, I know. I know. Actually, I remember that table. I know what you're talking it was about now. Eight of those, nothing else on the table. I'm like, oh, this is. Uh, there, there, there was one table made with like beer bottles, like as terrain, which is very fitting for uh, the boy, the boys' tournament, <laughs> which is kind of a drinker. Again, used to be a, a drinker's event, but then uh, one of my opponents says, "I'm shooting you there." I'm like, "Oh no, I'm behind that beer bottle." And he's like, "Yeah, but the beer bottle is transparent. I can, I, I see your guys." And, oh. I would have been like, nope, no. Nope, I mean, and then, that. but would you, like, you know, you you, you, you are technically point. correct, but fuck you, you know. <laughs> I get to be. It's funny because there's certain tournaments like that that have, and that's another thing. 
that tournament itself was expected that you were going to be more of a fun yeah. style of play and you wouldn't do stuff like that. And I think that you have to have more concrete rules. Well, you can still I'm, play fun. I'm more of a teal to... than a player. A lot of people don't realize this because when I meet people, I'm playing a tournament. But locally, I'm I'm the guy running events since forever. Uh, and that, that's probably not going to change. I have a lot more fun doing that. And I, I, I'm like, I guess it's sad. I, I like the logistics of everything. This is my gen. This is where I shine. It's putting things together. And I always say this, the exact same thing is like, if, if you guys agree on terrain beforehand, this is fine. If, if at any point you come and like ask for a ruling on terrain, I'm going to either roll it in your face or like read you the book that says like whatever type of oh. piece of terrain that it is. You're, and you're going to make me like, get on my soapbox, Max. And I mean, this, uh, this is like the for every game you have to go over what your opponent's models, all the terrain, what is special stuff? Take a couple minutes. I say put it, I'm not going to lie, put it on your clock if you're using chess clocks and oh. take five minutes and just go everything in your army. Let's talk about it real quick and then have a great game because there's nothing because I say it all the time. Everybody's a cool guy in the first three turns. <laughs> it's when the game's on the line oh, in turn yeah. four and five and you're like, oh, now everybody's like, yeah, I was cool oh, for a well, while, but for I might sure. lose and, now. And and this is a special, especially when you are the, I'm I'm a really easy going person, and given like the the like I have a, a one time at Nova we were playing with uh, I don't remember who's Philip Philly Paul, you know Philly like Philly yeah. Paul, I was yeah. playing him, and then they they go uh, you know he's playing his turn and he's playing Eldar and playing demons. And it's a relatively close game. And then he, he moves all of his thing. He starts the shooting phase. And then they, they announce, you know, there's not going to be another turn after this one. I'm playing second. I, I get to whoop him. And I, and he looks at me. He's like, well, we can squeeze in another turn, right? And, <laughs> like, if, of course, if I say, yes, I'm losing. Like, for sure, I'm losing the game. But, you know, yeah, Paul. Yes, of course. Yes, I'm not going to dick you around. But but it's it's... Who does that? Like, not a lot of people do that. And if it, if it was the finals, like, that's even more, you know, if, if you get into the, those final rounds or these most important things, or I place all my army behind this wall, and then you think it's, you know, a ruin, or you think I'm in it because I'm under one, one level. Am I in the ruin? I think I'm behind it. And then you have this kind of interaction of, like, well, I'm wrong. I'm right because that's where they are currently. But my, you know, my, my intent was to have them behind the wall. And then now... Right. So like, and that's one of the other things to, cause we talked about TTS. I think that's one thing that TTS makes abundantly clear is playing by intent. And that's a thing that so much, that's the thing that a lot of people don't do. And like the more, like the more casuals, casual player don't do it because it's not like in the, it's not in the rules, but then like, it's something that like the, the beginner player do and the top tier player do, but in the middle, it gets kind of lost the playing by intent thing. 100%. Or explaining, and I'm not. Call, do, do you think call this is? Here. Do you think this right. is because of the of the gotcha hammer that like I'm not telling you what I'm doing because I don't want you to kind of like, you know, because I'm, I'm trying to, to sneak people, one Some past people are you. trying to win hardcore, but I think you get your best games at the bottom and the top, a hundred percent. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I've gotten into such a huge habit of just trying to tell you exactly what I'm trying to do, because I think it makes it wait one. We can agree on Max. I want to be here. I measure your guy. Your your dreadnought moves this far. I don't want to be seen by him. Yeah. Do we agree that right right here I can't oh, be seen? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Whatever. 
move on with your life. So that way we don't get into the, I can see your hand around a wall. It, it just, and I also don't want to have games that aren't fun. I don't want to win by nonsense. I want to feel like when I won, we can go and have a drink and it'll be a fun time. You'll be like, you son of a bitch. You made three 10 inch, 11 inch charges. Yes. And, and I, well, it, I, I remember we had that exact thing at one uh, ATC game where you, you explained exactly what you were going to do. And, and, If you hadn't, you would have made like a huge blunder. Whereas it was something about targeting, uh, targeting my guild or targeting like a character, and you were like, "I'm gonna move all my planes here to do this." I'm like, "Well, if you do that, you can't because there's this other thing in the way." Like, oh, that's if you hadn't told me, you move all of your shit there, and then you go, "I'm shooting Gilman." Like, no, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> like, and 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 but that and that would have like been a problem. Like, what? Where do we go from there? You you play like your entire turn, which is like five models, because your army was five models uh, at, that, at that point. How do you go? Like, you as a player, how do you come back from that? And how do a, I or you know as as the opponent? Well, because then you just you just have. That's why you have to stay. I'm not gonna lie. I. And it's not like I'm trying to lose the game, but like I'll ask my opponent what he's trying to do here because I don't want that. Yes. I don't want to win. I don't want to have somebody talking about me going, well, the guy got you me and that's, you know, why it happened. I want to, eh, that's not fun. You want to have fun. I want to have ridiculous stories of, you know, I made all my saves. I passed, you know, I failed all my saves. It's, it's fun to talk about wacky dice rolls and good plays as opposed to going, Remember that time when I screwed that guy over? Yes. And th that's the thing. Nobody talks about this, but like, th it's the same thing with my, my thing about gotcha, gotcha hammer is the same thing as like seize the initiative. Seizing the initiative feels 10 times much worse getting seized than actually rolling that six. Nobody has like this fun, huh, I rolled the six and I won. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, I, I won because I rolled that six. But like how many, like you actually feel bad about, well, he rolled a six and then proceeded to beat me. It feels so much worse. And the so gotcha much. hammer, like culture, I'm going to call it a, a culture because I, I think from experience, I've, the same gotcha hammer people play gotcha hammer. Play gotcha hammer. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, you play gotcha hammer because it feels so bad getting, getting got versus like you have no, no pride or no fun about like, oh, I won because he didn't know this thing that I pulled on him or, you know. He forgot about this janky rule, moved all of his army about, you know, like, um, what's the, the, the freaking, the Tony Grappando, uh, yeah. placing reserves or like, this is a, a funny thing. Grappando, when that happened, he was the best sportsman from Adepticon. Like at Adepticon, he won best sportsman. Yeah. But like, how do you go from that part to like, Of That's course, he won played. that game, you, but you know like, the how funny he... thing is, uh, on Grappato about that, he's a very nice man. But that's how he plays all of his games. Yes, uh, pickup games, any games. That's how yeah. his his group plays, though. And they, they, that's and how they. Yes, and that's my like. This is this is a, like a. That's why I call it the culture. It's like people play like this, and then you. And it was never talked about. Like playing by intent was never really talked about until very recently, and until I think until more players from the uh, the World Team Championship, uh, kind of like. Emerge like the ETC is bringing that culture because at the ETC a lot of it is played by intent. Like you're playing guys that don't speak your well, language. You also you get in trouble for that too. I'll give Neil props for that. Neil Kerr when he started uh, being the head judge of that. Yes, uh, and would basically say, you know, I will yellow card you. You know what they're trying to do. It's supposed to be sportsman. You you're supposed to be winning on skill, yes. not 
technicalities, basically. And again, again, to bring that back to Magic, Magic has this great thing of, like, if you forget something that's on the board that you can see, both players are at fault. Like, if, you know, like, if your opponent's about to forget his fucking psychic phase, tell him he's about to... Because you know he's going to ask about it later, and he should not be... You know, skipping this because you know it's not the intent of the. Especially like, with mandatory things that have to happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't put in. my command point back. Sucks to yeah. suck. No command point yeah, for you. Exactly. CP, no. <laughs> uh, things that heal every turn. You know, just whatever, man. Just you know, th that's why I'm such a big deal about the intent thing. Because I go, Max, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. I'm going to. Yes. I'm going to bring these reserves in here, and I'm going to do these, these, this, this, and then like basically, I want. I'm kind of doing a gentleman's agreement now. That you are now also responsible for all these things that yes. I just said. Oh, so yeah. oh. I, I I put that on my opponent all the time, and I'm I'm probably uh, my my experience is probably different than yours because I'm everybody knows that I'm French, right? And I you know I, I made it abundantly clear when I go to these events, you know. I'm, I'm French, and you know, if you hear me speak French, I'm just calling you a douchebag, but in French, so, you know. <laughs> I, so people know that like I've had one in all my games of all tournaments. I have one thing that. Probably I, I asked the the question wrong in English and got the an, got the exact answer and it was like not like it was a sisters battle thing. I'm like these sisters are exactly the same as the regular sisters and you go yes but they had like I'll flank or something like you know the uh, pregame move. Pregame move. But I, the way I asked my question was like not about not specifically about that. I, I I wanted to know that but that's not that's not the answer that I got back and I got like jumped by like 30 sisters moving forward and i was like oh, that's that's uh, oh, again I i'm not gonna lie you, you, that's why i'm such a big fan of again talking about terrain talking about special stuff literally going through especially if you don't know an army oh. dude put that shit on your time and go tell yeah. me what your army we do, i just had a great game with a guy who literally went um we were talking about dark Elder. he's like i haven't played a lot of games with you guys there guy you know basically here's he, he literally did that he's like hey and he, he came back to me he's like I heard a video where you said this. Yes. Click my time. Oh. Tell me what your army can do. I'm like, no problem. This well, does I've this. Had, this I've had the best because I don't, I don't read stuff. A lot of, the, I, I know my stuff, but the other, I have a vague understanding of other things. But I never really, if if I'm not playing exactly this, like Marines are good. Exactly. I know Marine rules for every unit that I play. If it's not in my list, I have no like. If I don't play <laughs> Eliminators. I have no like, no clue. So usually, and usually when I see those armies, what I go, I stop them. I say, look, at, on turn one, you're going to spend 12 CPs and do 19 different things on that model. How is he going to, what, what's going to happen once you spend like all of those things? What's going to happen to my army? And usually, you know, people tell me like exactly what I want. So having it like open and like, I understand like this is your big thing. This You have like this fun combo thing or whatever. How How is it going to like fuck me in the yeah. butt? You know? It, yeah, that's the thing is, it's like, just tell people what's going on. I mean, there's, you don't have to have these super secret, I mean, there's some things that are interactions that are a good player is going to do is a little bit different, but like telling your opponent, your stratagems and your base, what your units can do is just, should be just yeah. what you do. It's just how you start the game. Yeah, this like, this. do you have deep strike? No, but then you have a veil of darkness in your list, which is not deep. Like, yeah, right. yes. The answer yeah, to yeah, that yeah, question sure. is yes, even <laughs> yes. though it's not. Yes. Right. It's the same thing with the bloody all the anybody that can do stuff like that. You know, you just tell them and go, "Yes, I have that." Now, now after I've explained it to you, now it's on you to to box out and remember the rest of the game. I don't have to tell you all the time. You say it at the beginning, you move on. But I I do think that I think that you have uh basically a base level 
uh, commitment to make your opponent not have a terrible game. You you don't have a. You're, yes. It's not your responsibility to have they have a great game, but they shouldn't leave the table feeling bummed because a bunch of shenanigans went on. You should be polite enough, you know, open with your dice, open with what your army does and everything else, so that the the person doesn't feel have a bad experience. They have a Maybe they get curb stomped. I mean, that oh, happens. Yeah. Everybody's, I mean, and everybody wins, everybody loses. I mean, anybody that says they don't lose, well, they're lying and just walk oh, away from yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's another, yeah. They're just so, not playing in the right garage is, is what's right, going on. exactly. And that's the thing is, is that, but you have a responsibility just, you have a responsibility basically to not be a dick. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, That's that sounds like a pretty good base. But then I'm going to uh, flip the script on you if, if you will uh, humor me. Because I, I know you've been there a lot more than me. My answer, like, what do you do when the other person is not like, okay? Because it's easy to say, you know, oh, I'm not being a dick. But then suddenly the other person's a dick. Or if you, you've had a terrible game and then you're playing against, you know, Johnny Random, the baby seal that somehow just is just like rolling sixes on you. And you really, you know, it's really hard. How do you deal with this? Or, you know, the guy's being like a total like ass at to you. My, my default answer is, like, look, man, I'm a grown man playing toy soldiers. I don't care about any of this. And just, like, kind of concede. I'm never – I've never – I, I, I whine up. Having, like, a game this seriously and I just go, like, hey, man, okay. I, I, I either drink the wine and just start talking to other people. I've actually done this in the middle of those games. I'll just engage somebody I know and basically be like, uh, I'm going to casually watch what you do because I feel like I have to at least let this game play out. But I'm going to kind of check out – and I'm going to do other things because I don't, again, at the end of the day, you can't tell a non 40 K player what the hell you're upset about. You're like, oh, all sure. right, listen to me. Um, I've, I've, is, I've seen, I've seen what you just described. I've seen it happen. And to the point of like near, uh, like close, very close to a fist fight happen at, at, at some, again, at, at, and the know, thing is, I, I know multiple people that said this. I've actually, I was just talking to Fennel about this the other day. We were talking, he goes, any game that gets too intense, I'll just concede and leave because it's not worth it to me playing the game. He goes, I don't have any fun about that. And there's no tournament that I have to win where yeah. I want to be put in that situation where I'm miserable now. I'm yeah. oh. literally a grown man playing with tiny oh, soldiers. I've, yes. And I've, I've been forced into these, the, 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 cause I have two, two exact, very specific games where I was playing in a team event where with like uh, the, the Adepticon team where you're with somebody and I was lucky enough that I was I was just gonna go like, hey, you know what? Like this is not a game for me. I'm gonna let you handle all of it. But like this, I can't play this type of game because it's hard to it's hard to con for a lot of people, uh, myself included. It's hard to concede to actually concede a game of like I should be winning this and you're being a dick and that's why you're kind of win. You, do you understand? Like not not I wanting still, I to, to. I play a lot of things out to the end uh, just to see uh, because I am a big believer that if you continue to play. If you're just looking for the win, at least, if you can get through like someone being awful, yeah, dice or dice, sometimes you can make a comeback, and I like to just see if I can. Okay. But okay. the thing I is, like, I like this. This, uh, despite you being like a total douchebag, the the dice will come through, or something terrible of. will happen to you. Is is a... I just feel like sometimes that person that's being a total asshat's just gonna roll all ones because they're such a shit bag. I mean, at least in my mind, I, I want that to happen. Yeah. So my, my, the, 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 the way that I know that you're thinking through is that I know you're thinking of a very specific game. As I'm asking you, I know you're thinking of a very specific game that you know. Yeah. That, that's how you know. Uh, that, that's how you know because it, hap it happened and you've seen it. Uh, you know. The funny thing is, is with me, 
I'm I'm super I always want everybody to think that I'm one, we're having fun. Two, I, I try to be above the thing. Like I like to play on stream a lot. It, it's a double-edged sword because if you fuck anything up, which you will, I'm telling you right now, there, there's... Where I am really bad at numbers in English. I can't explain why, but I count stuff in French, right? Whenever I try to do this and speak English at the same time, nothing good will come out of this. I will not... <laughs> so I have to stop whatever I'm doing, count everything in French, and then revert back to English to tell you what's happening with my dice. But then you can always explain to everybody, look... Oh, this is I'm, the first I'm, thing I say I'm, to every... You know, I'm speaking my second language, but probably better than you're speaking your only language. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm on stream, I'm, I know for a fact I'm going to mess up at some, and tell some gibberish. Like, how would this it, come back it, to... It sucks. It sucks sometimes. I, like I said, it's double-edged on me because I like my games on stream because people tend to do less shenanigans. Yes. But... If you mess something up, and over time you will just mess up some rules, some yeah, you're, you're guaranteed to, yeah, yeah. And 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 I don't like the fact that the internet is so willing to jump on board that you're the worst human in the universe. Hey, how about we just help you? You know, like like oh hey, why don't we just go? Hey, did that person like I messed up one thing at uh, Motor City? I said, yep. And people just jumped all over it. I was just like, it literally instantly got corrected by the judge. We went over and went, oh, you can't do this. Oh, okay, cool. Whatever, yeah. you know, like, but like, I'm, I play games on stream all the time. Like when I'm streaming from, from my own stream on my Twitch and stuff like that, oh, yeah. we, we joke about the fact, cause we jump all in different armies all the time. You're going to mess up. So there's too many books to not mess something up and I'm willing to do that. But the thing is, is to get above any of that, I try, I try to explain what I'm going to do. Uh, intent always roll your dice super in the open now just because you want to make sure yeah. that everybody knows exactly what you're doing especially with uh anything that has happened in the past here we've had issues with things in the past so people have done stuff you know I would, I would, no names included but well, and, yeah, it's I'll funny talk. that you say that do you do you think again let's use my example me and you as example do you think that because you are uh, the, as this styles of the coaches or the pros, do you think that because you're a pro, you are uh, like if I were to, to savagely cheat by, by accident and people would believe that it's by accident because I'm generally confused. But do you believe that because you are this this pro player, because you are branded as the pro player, you get more you're supposed to you, you get the, the way worse part of the witch hunt, whereas yes. I'm a, a casual person like. It's expected yeah. that I fuck up or something? I just think it's more supreme with people that are supposed to be in it. And the thing is, is that I consider myself a guy that just really loves 40K and talking about 40K. Yeah, and I, th I think that's also an easy – that's that's the worst – that's the, the worst part to, to tell. Again, to, to come back to Grappondo, like, like I've played Grappondo. I've had like tons of – this guy loves this the, the game. Mm -hmm. Like he – and you know I, I'm not convinced like I'm convinced against that TJ loves again Kenny loves the game like how it's it's a hard line of of and I think that's where all the all of this like stems is like how where do you put the the bar in this and who's held to which standard it's it, well we're gonna go into a judging thing for me because of the thing once you get to the top tables I'm a very I actually I'm a very big fan of it anywhere but I think you do need active judging judging especially when you get into uh, especially if you go to top tables, for instance, I, I think at least they should be there. But I do like the idea of judges just helping people out, just because people are going to get things wrong. And I assume 
that they are doing it by accident because I think that that is by accident because I don't think yeah. that everybody knows all the rules. And, yeah, and or just like so, weird ass interaction. Right. Uh, and the, in rules, and yeah. the thing is, is that I'm, I'm sure there's been people that have done that have cheated on purpose. Oh, yeah. But I think that the majority of stuff is just could be solved by going, uh, you and I are playing and a judge goes, oh, no, Brad, you, you know, this is actually this. And you're like, oh, cool. And you go this. They're like, no, it's actually this. And it, I think it's very helpful in that. I'm, and the thing is, is I don't even care if the, the judges get rulings wrong as long as they're consistent. Yeah, they're consistently the wrong is better than not, not yeah. present at all. Right. I would just rather have, oh, that's how you guys are ruling it? Cool. Yes. Let everybody know that that's how it is. And everybody gets to play under that particular ruling. And Adepticon is doing a good job at, at this in the recent year, whereas if you ask for a ruling, they have a, a list of all the, the questions that were asked, and they always rule in the same uh, in the, the, the same answer now, which was a big problem in the, the previous years where it would oh, yeah. not come up. And now they even write it down, like, who's asking this question, so that you can't ask the same question different time at different judges, which was another uh, another thing. So I, I like that, this, that is, this approach. And that is something that's... Stop doing that, players. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that this is a good, you know. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying that I like the, you know, getting the same thing, but stop trying to take advantage of, like, somebody that maybe doesn't understand the exact rules manipulation or whatever else. It, grr, just grr. Don't, don't stop it. <laughs> just stop. Stop. Well, please stop. Just, just, you know. Yeah. Ob obviously, yes, it's not a good. But yeah, I, I like the the idea of active judging in in events. Uh, I, I think I think this, especially as you said, in the top table or in the streamed match, having like one, you know, and that's one, another thing of uh, who's uh, Justin Curtis d did this very very well. He is very knowledgeable, and he will like stop a game and go. This this is how this interaction is gonna play out. Kind of anticipating what's gonna happen to, to some players and going like, if you want to do this, this is not how it's gonna. Like, Which is why I love the, the idea of intent and active judging, especially at stream tables, because I think that that stream table has to have an active judge because of the fact that it's going to be picked apart so much more. And yeah, you that can thirteen stop... second clip versus that three hour game. Is, right. And that that I think as a, a big big part of the TJ stuff was yeah. like people cherry picking. Uh, Parts, oh, that, of the, parts of the video. Right. And the thing is, is that, it, it, but the thing, if you have a judge there and you and I make a couple of mistakes and they stop it right away, they go, oh, no, the actual stratagem does, actually does this, or your unit can do this. And then it becomes a two second, oh, okay, whatever. And we do something slightly different as opposed to going, oh, you know, you, you did this wrong and you're oh, a terrible well, yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. It, it would just be nicer to just go, oh, no, you're on stream because there's, more basically more at risk you know what i mean if you do something oh, sure. wrong have that judge there just to be to help out to go no this is this this is this and i i would appreciate that i l would love active judging all the time for me i just because i i think i actually do really well with active judging because i also crazily talk out loud all the time <laughs> because yes. i like my own voice well it's but, a lot uh, easier active judging with intent is a lot easier because you hear what's about for the judge, I mean, the judge hears right. what's about to happen instead of just like going super fast at like stuff happening, and you have to be really careful about. Well, what... that's a, but the thing is, is that when you're you're doing by intent, we can also agree on certain things. Oh, hey, yeah. I let's measure this out. If I move these guys here and I kill whatever screen you have or whatever, I'd like to charge this. What is my charge? Okay, uh, maybe I want to do a double thing. I'd like to charge this. If I don't make it, I would like to be out of line of sight of that. Can we agree that uh, this is this? And then you can 
you know, then the if yes, you no, or move move them this way, or right. you know, exactly. Yeah. Just you know, and the, I don't know. It's, it's so much easier. I mean, I, I make yes. that my that is my catchphrase: play by intent, roll your dice in the open. So I just I'm super big on it, and I think it'll make more fun. I actually think you win more games. The better player will win more well, often by intent. I, and I think you improved also a lot faster by doing. In my in my case, I know for a fact that that once I started doing this, I improved a lot faster. Uh, at at games or at making just because it tricks you to make conscious conscious decision like you're not just like moving toy soldiers around because you have to you can't tell your opponent oh yeah these guys i don't give a shit about you're gonna place them there. there there's a reason for you to be doing this and if you can't say it out loud to your opponent oh well you're not gonna do something completely stupid with them and so, so this kind of tricks you yourself in, into into improving. Uh, at, at least that's for sure. That's because my you have to say what you're going to do with something. Also means like you you have to hear yourself go. I'm like, doing exa- this. And exactly. then you're like, wait a wait a minute, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is. A, like, I'm going to do something completely stupid with this unit. Oh wait. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is it, it's so much different now because we pre-measure everything, so you can go. I'd like to do this, and I'd like to not be seen. Do we both agree? Yes, well, let's, let's, you, let's pre-measure it. Let's see. Do, do you think that players that learn with pre-measuring are better at playing by intent than, than old-school players that, that play the game? Do you think yes. it's an old-school syndrome of like not telling people because you could not pre-measure or you could not? 100%, because you were tricking people into thinking they were going to be able to make yeah. an assault or thinking that they could be in exactly in yeah eight, are you within yes. 12 no you're within 12 12 and, a, and, a, and an eighth or 12 and the 16th well, you remember you used to have to you couldn't uh, measure your range of weapons you had to guess basically where you were yes and, and it, it was a lot of like tricking and like secrecy that just, what was yeah, that that isn't a thing anymore you can just go well i'm just gonna go ahead and see if i have the range of you i'm gonna there's no such thing as a guess weapon anymore there you know all these kind of things and i, I do think that if you learn the new way, basically the new edition way, you'll be, and you play by intent, you're going to be better playing by intent than a lot of people like old men like myself. But I've yeah, always no, embraced the, that reflex had to be like un- unlearned, I guess. Like 100%. To, to, to move away took, from this. I think it literally took me almost the, almost the edition when we first went over there to get back into, and then basically just describing everything. Because also the thing is, is that I'm big on intent because of the fact that Halfway through the tournament, you're starting to lose your voice. You drank too much. Um, what, it's super do that? loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might uh, you might get so drunk that uh, you keep telling people that you're the captain now. I mean, I've never heard of anybody doing any of these no, things. No, that that's. You That's, might you might let somebody roll your secondary your last secondary randomly. I mean, there's nothing that could possibly happen if you drink too much. Uh, but but the, that's the thing is is like in the end, I want to have great. I want to have a great story. I don't want to lose any games, but I want to have all of my wins or losses be, ah, this is what happened. You know what I mean? I don't care why. You want to be able to tell that story. Yes. Like the the most fun part is talking. We we have this on the show. We call them campfire stories. It's always like, you know, these kind of great stories. You you want to be able to tell the story and and not not like sounding like the, the total douchebag of yeah that's the, the, the best part is the nights after you know saturday night when you're sitting between saturday and sunday is is one of the best times because yes. uh, you're talking about it and that that's followed up by the drive home on sunday where you're talking about what you can do to your list what you could do you've got all these new ideas because you saw so many new armies it's just it's the after portion of a tournament should be one of the most exciting times as opposed to 
being super mad that you thought you got cheated or something else happened. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I want yeah. epic stories. I want fucking Max with his goddamn 12 inch charge, you know, like, ah, you know, th- yeah, those no, are the oh, fun yeah. times you yeah. do. Yeah, these 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 are much better. Again, it's the the experience afterwards is like you should not feel bad about playing toy soldiers at no, like on the giving end or receiving end is what I what I meant to say. Hundred percent. I mean, I just I agree with that so much. So I, I cannot go. I I just agree. I won't even go any farther. I just agree. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that we talked for Drukari for like six minutes of this entire hour, my friend. Uh, this this is the best. This this year. Uh... I'm, I'm doing a little bit of press on it, but I'm trying to push forward. Um, I'm effectively letting anybody do anything. I don't want to say that, but like I'm doing all the take backs, all the openness uh, for the entire year, uh, yeah. like over the top. Just to I, see if it, if it affects your. I want to see well, it's, it's just effects, but I also I want to kind of show people that you can play like this and still just win a lot because. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I actually think that if if I'm playing. Yeah. If I'm playing somebody and they're not trying to gotch me, they're trying trying to fuck me over, I'll win that game more so because I'm really good at playing 40k. And it goes down into not gotchas. It goes down to good play and dice rolls. And that's what it should be as opposed to shenanigans. Uh, And I'm I'm trying to be like really big on that. that I'm hoping that other players will just be like, well, that dude does that. Nothing. Yeah. And it happens effectively. Maybe we can all do that. Well, it's, and this is a thing of, of again, again, I call it, I call it the culture because it's something that that it's kind of a loop. Or once you're stuck in it, it's really hard to break it. And like people do that because they think their opponent is going to do it to them. And there's this mis, and especially the, these witch hunt that you see or these, these groups of like the competitive scene. They have this impression and this this like it, it hasn't gone away. Like the impression of, oh yeah. You know, top players they will do that to your. That's how they play the game. Like you have to be fucking like ruthless and and where it's not the, like this was never my. I was lucky enough that I'm always either like top or bottom, but rarely in between. When I I play oh, like I, I play you know you you guys and then the other like super top players or like I play with my my friends with beer and prezzo with like absolutely no care in the world and I kind of dodge the other. Literally the worst place to be. And but, but and and it kind of stays there be, because people are under this impression. I really feel like it's an impression or it's a kind of a routine of well, he's he's gonna do it to me, so I have to do it to, to him. And then yep. you're kind of always stuck there. Whereas it, if you, and, I think and, that's why I wanted. To, this is why I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do oh. it on stream as much as possible because I want to put it out there because yes. I want to put out that no, you don't have to be an ass clown to win. You know that that's that's wrong. So I think, stop. Yeah, doing I think Ask Clown yeah. is like a, a, the perfect like title for. It. And the yeah. worst. And I, as me and Brad are saying this, I'm sure that like you, you watching this, you know you you know of a guy. You're thinking. I know when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of three exact, very specific person that I know played this from being in tournaments and watching them go. I'm I know exactly who they are. Like when I and if you have these people in your group and you're like you're defaulting to them. Or you're defaulting to yeah, that's why I do it. There, that's your answer. No, you gotta, like you gotta be above that, man. You just you have to be above the. You have to sure. raise yourself above the nonsense, really. Yeah, at least I think so. No, I, I yeah, I think I think that's a, a like a spot on statement. I I think it's a, it's a I think the art of war as a whole. I, I don't know if you're doing this by yourself or as part of because I think the art of war guys are really good at at showing this when they when they play it. Some, something maybe they were not that that good at doing. Where 
that now they're putting an extra effort into being super concise and super uh, super clear uh, about. Yeah. And the thing is, is I just think that'll help. You know what I mean? You can have fun and you can have your drinks. You can you can have a good – going to a tournament should be fucking amazing. It should be Yeah, fun. no matter where you are. <clears throat> it, yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter win or lose, man. Like I, I, I was just at a tournament. I lost a game. Uh, I was bummed that I lost. But you know what I had? A fantastic tournament. I had a great time the whole time because I was playing with my damn tiny soldiers. I was drinking wine. I went out and had too much food. I overate. I overdrank. And I played with toys. It was I mean, a that good sound, time. That sounds like a perfect, like the perfect weekend. And yeah. you know, I have like a super <laughs> shit story to come to come back to. You know, that's <laughs> it's just all good. I just yeah. I don't. I, that's 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 what I'll leave it 